I'm late. I'm three minutes late. It's been a nightmare. I've been everywhere. I've been dealing with stuffs. Oh, I'm so happy that it's just Drama Friday. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy that it's just Drama Friday. It's the dream come true. Of course, you watch it on YouTube. It's not late at all. It's entirely when you want it to be. Such is the joy of the modern world. How good is that? Welcome. Every single one of you right now is giving me a big hello. You guys. You guys are the fucking best. I couldn't have looked forward to this Drama Friday anymore. This weekend, even. Because, as of right now, Transport Contest is closed. Low, it's closed. It's over. No more. I have hundreds of them. My God. Tomorrow is going to be a thing. That's right. It's the web show. Tomorrow. Transmog Contest. Tomorrow. 8pm. UK time. Web show. Twitch. Be there. Because there's so many. And some interesting names have been submitting as well. Some, 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 some guys who think they can get on, on the radar. Who think they're up to what it takes. We'll see. We'll see. I did notice a few. Yeah, kill the inbox. The inbox is so fucked. So fucked. I'm sure Ghosty will be at there ready with the shame. Shame. I think we should have the shame sound effect on standby. Shame. So if you're interested in watching, no doubt, a hell of a lot of people get angry and happy and then angrier and then even angrier over subjective fun things, please tune in to the web show tomorrow. Please tune in to the web show tomorrow because you'll see lots of that. Rage, unstoppable, and I pray to God, my uh, my mod squad is ready. I hope the law is prepped. It's been his birthday; he should be very relaxed if he's going to be there. I would, I would. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a busy night for somebody. <laughs> it's going to be a busy night for somebody, so it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Anyways, that's not why you're here right now. Let us, let us all take a breath. <sighs> feeling fresh, feeling fresh. Good, good. I hope you're feeling fresh and funky. Um, I've got like six stories in front of me. I was just reading through them. And like some of them are really short, some of them are really funny. But we're gonna kick off with some joy because I need uh, I need some joy. It's been a miserable day. I need some joy, so I'm gonna go with a story which is written from a guy who took the advice of Drama Friday, who ran into the things that we find in Drama Friday and took it on board when the traps were set and the cliches were abound, and he went, "No, no, sir." The preacher doth guide me. And it worked out really well for him as well. So, there's no names in this one. Uh, I don't think. Let me double check. No. All good. All good. So, we're going to whiz through this one. And then we'll get on to the silly ones. Of course, the um, we're definitely having a drama tomorrow. Because we're going to fucking need it. <laughs> we're going to fucking need it. We're going to fucking need the drama tomorrow. So, yeah. It'll be a drama tomorrow. And I'm going to make it weird. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to open all the doors. I'm going to open all the doors. It's going to be funny. Right, from a cesspool guild to top 100. These are the things that really inspire me. I get emails and tweets every day of somebody else who's pulled themselves out of the circle jerk and is now top tier. And especially those of you who hit world first in your various categories. You're the best. You're the best. Oh, Breacher, my story isn't full of drama. But it's also a thank you and an inspiration to all the viewers who may want to play at the top of the ladder instead of always looking up in wonder. It is a tale of how I went from the literal first installation of the game into countless cesspool guilds, a trial by fire, and eventually making it into the top 100. My journey begins in the middle of the Burning Crusade, 
Tough time to start. Probably one of the hardest in history was to start in the middle of the Burning Crusade. So it's got to be bad in mind. I started playing with my girlfriend. Disaster. You all know it. I know it. Disaster. We had played together in another MMO where I played the equivalent of a demonology warlock. What? Demon hunter? And she played the game's version of a holy priest. Possible not disaster. Possible not disaster. Possible not. She plays a holy priest, guys. It's all good. It's all good. She was doing it right. In that game, we were the best at what we did and cleared everything that left a challenge and decided that we would move on to World of Warcraft with a few friends. We decided that since we crushed as those general specs, we would completely change it up. Disaster. She's no longer going to play a holy priest. Disaster is afoot. She wanted to play as a mage. And I decided I would become a tank. I chose a paladin to tank with because as a warrior, uh, because a warrior was my first era character and it seemed boring. You little bastard. And a little too cliche. What did you expect of a warrior exactly? That was miniguns? What? Daggers? Stealth? Spells? A warrior? It's too cliche, really. While druids seemed too schizophrenic for me at the time, so a pally it was. Since we were well versed in mmmos, we did our due diligence and learned how to play early on. I know, right? Shots fucking fired at the old warrior. Boring warriors using two-handers. So by the time we were close to capping, we already knew exactly what gear and enchants we had to chase after. The reps to grind and so on and so forth. This means that once we found a raiding guild, we would at least be able to get into Karazhan without being laughed at. But first, we had to find such a raiding guild. As we leveled, we joined a couple that touted themselves as happy, fun and friendly with bank tabs. We left all of them within a week. It was shocking to us that these sorts of guilds transcend MMOs and were, in fact, absolutely everywhere. Horrified, we begged our friends to at least invite us to their raid guild, even though we were still leveling. We said that we wouldn't bother anybody until we were acceptably geared and knew the strats before asking for invites to their raids. They agreed, and we joined our first raid guild. A while later, we capped and were geared as heavily as possible pre-raiding. Finally, though, the night came. Our guild was doing some farm runs to help give a nice gear boost to the newer recruits. And they just so happened to need a mage and a tank. I had no idea what we were doing. So I had no idea what strats I had to cram for. Right, I just want to pause here. Motherfucker, you promised that you would learn the fights before joining a raid. You motherfucking lied. You didn't even learn any of the bosses. And I know that because I know what happens. You didn't learn anything at all. You mad typical slacker. I promise to learn. Don't invite him. Fucking liars. Fucking liars. I didn't even know if we were getting to the fucking raid. It was going to be a late start that night as attendance was lax for farm nights. But eventually we got the invites. We received our summons. And went to a place I had only ever flown over before. It was a raid in Blades Edge Mountains. We were about to enter Gruel's Lair. And I nearly shit myself in panic. There was so much crap going on for the first boss, Molgar. They said I had the easy job, just tank the priest. But it was my girlfriend 
who got the hard task. She would have to tank one of the ogres with spell steel. I turned to my girlfriend and said, a mage tank? This guild is full of fucking noobs. Ha! <laughs> noobs! Mages can't tank, though. A mate! Mate, retard! Mages can't tank, though. Ah. But we were in there. They said they were going to do it, so screw it. Retard, though. Mages can't tank, though, mate. Wearing cloth, mate. Fucking dickheads. Move, mate. Move. I remembered your training, preacher. I thought, confidence! Remember! Remember what all the baddies in leveling dungeons did and do the opposite. Do not be that guy. All those thoughts and more rushed through my head as the countdown appeared on my screen. And the cow too, I hit my Avenger shield. Because I knew that by the time it landed, it would be go time. I forgot about the shield split. Bastard. I got aggro on all the mobs, including Molgar. Oh no. Oh no. I pressed one button. It's gone fucking wrong. Help. Help! 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 I panicked as I expected to explode in contact. Shield wall, motherfuckers! Red alert! Our warrior tanks charged in and spanned their hats out for a good six seconds before finally the mobs came off me. My girlfriend was laughing at me about the fact that she was tanking and it seemed to be working. Eventually people started dying and then a warrior died. And we all fell like dominoes. This went on for another 30-ish minutes. Then one of the officers started yelling at their guild saying, This is bullshit! This is supposed to be farm! Our new players, including the newbie tank and mage, aren't the ones even causing us to wipe. Get your shit together. That awkward moment, raid leaders, say it with me, when you realise you've invited too many dickheads. There's a point where you've invited too many dickheads. It's a farm run. Arkham on normal, no big deal. Five wipes in, too many dickheads. Too many dickheads spoil the fun. The next pull, everything went great though. Eventually one of the warriors did die and I threw out one taunt, followed up by a shield toss and a judgment to save our priest from getting turned inside out. After that hiccup they died and the epic loot began to flow. I got nothing. But I didn't care. I had become a raider in World of Warcraft. It was on. It was like that movie Tron. Not Tron Legacy. We move into Gruul himself and we one-shotted him with me doing something called LOL Prot Healing. Buff Sanctuary. Now fuck off. <laughs> TBC will know what I mean. Buff Sanctuary. And fuck off, dickhead. Don't need you. But Buff Sanctuary though before you go. Ooh, shiny new blessing. I've never seen this blessing before. What the fuck does this thing do? So good. We then got into Mag Theridon and smashed face through there before calling it a night. At the end of the night, the raid leader made the comment, well, now that we have a competent prop pally, maybe we can finally try Hyjal. Sweet, I thought. He doesn't think I suck donkey balls. But I still had one question that I knew I shouldn't ask in guild chat. So I whispered one of my friends and said, where do I get this Hyjal buff so I can be ready for the raid? Where? Where is this Hyjal buff located? Tell me! If we are to do Hyjal and we need a prop pally, I must know where the Hyjal buff lies. They replied with an expected lol, and I am certain it was one of the very few times that the person saying it was actually laughing at their computer screen. Again, liar! You did no research into any form of raiding. You dungeon spammer. Dungeon spammer is what you are. They told me it was a 25-man tier 6 raid that was impossible without a paladin tank. I didn't know what tier 6 meant, but it sounded badass. 
All I did know was that I was a paladin and I was a tank and they needed a paladin tank. Good news. The next week comes and it's the first raid of the week. Fresh reset, I thought. Anything could happen tonight. I hasn't been made an official member of the raid. I had gotten a glimpse at what raiding was and tonight I would be thrown in head first. We were going to enter Serpent Shrine Cavern. I pro AOE tanked the ads on Hydros. I gimp healed on Leo. And Big Dick tanked the swarms on Morrigrim Tidewalker like a boss. We cleared all the way up to Lady Vash before the night was over. I felt awesome. I never screwed up. My girlfriend even got an invite and never got herself killed. She had great deeps for her gear. All was coming together. This was how the rest of TBC went for me. Clearing all of Tier 5. All of Hyjal. And after much time, we eventually hit our first major wall in Black Temple on Witch Boss. Do, 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 do. On the Reliquary of Souls. Before Wrath came out. What a shitty place to stop. Somewhere was nerfed, you know. Somewhere was nerfed, you know. <laughs> you could just you could smash it to pieces. They nerfed the shit out of it. Once everything got nerfed to hell, nobody wanted to raid anymore. Really? Apollyon? Really? Nobody wanted an Apollyon? No one? Losers. And eventually, the guild broke up. My first raid guild was finished. All our melee and several healers all deciding that they were about to become a DK DPS. That's not going to work. <laughs> and, all our, and our other tank left the game. It was a sad time. With so many guilds collapsing, we decided to transfer to another realm and try our luck there. Not much was different though. Very few guilds recruiting without mentioning bank tabs. So floating from one shit guild to another, I had to resort... To pugging Naxxramas. The raid looked amazing. It was huge. The reverence people had about how insane it was in vanilla gave us such high expectations. So how did I feel when first entering such a steroid-induced instance? In the words of a great man. Crushing disappointment. Fuck, this sucks. Nax was horrible. It was so easy. Compared to the meat grinder and testicle blenders that were the Burning Crusade, it was disgusting. Easy to the point where I had to handicap myself on purpose to make it seem good. It came to a head when I respect a rep, put on Righteous Fury with a shield and tanked all of 25 man in a pug. Nobody even noticed. I instantly decided to become a death knight. And started gearing him up. I always wanted to dual wield anyway. But warrior's a cliche though, right? I mean, you want to dual wield, but warrior's a cliche. It would be cliche for a warrior to use two two weapons, wouldn't it? That'd be stupid. But a DK, that's all right. That's all right, you hypocrite. You hypocrite. I always wanted to dual wield anyways, and DKs were sweet. Slash overpowered. So why the fuck not? The next patch was released, and with it came one of the greatest raids ever designed, the Old War. Filled with renewed excitement, I dusted off the shield and mace and started looking for a guild that needed a tank. Alas! There were none. <laughs> there were none. Every guild I joined were bad guilds. And I ended up training their mouth breather of a keyboard-turning tank to play properly. I couldn't find a progression guild. I wanted progression! I wanted hard modes! I wanted a challenge. But I didn't want to just be babysitting noobs. So I gave up tanking and decided to go full-time deeps on my DK. I knew that the most successful guilds had their tanks set in stone. But always needed deeps. 
And DKs were going to be the next big swinging dick in the room. My DPS was awesome. Even though DK DPS was OP at the start, we eventually got balanced. And I was always still near top of the damage. And at the bottom of damage taken. Eventually I got into a top guild on the server and killed Algalon. I got the Ironbound Proto Drake. I even killed Yogg-Saron Zero. My favourite fight of all time. We then proceeded to wipe on Heroic Lich King for an eternity. The Cata came. Once again, my guild collapsed. Around this time, me and my girlfriend broke up. Called it. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> Called it. Girlfriend's gone. And so it was just me playing the game. As her and all my friends had since left WoW for other things. I cycled through other cesspool guilds and eventually giving, giving up on finding quality guilds. I grew tired of raids that were completely broken on release. And I left World of Warcraft. I heard eventually about Mr. Pandaria though. Being released, but didn't bother. I had read the reviews and heard of the large swathes of dailies to do. And almost puked in disgust. But then Wallers of Draenor. I heard them mention the two magic words that would get me to buy any expansion at any price. The Burning Crusade. I giggled that Blizz gifted me with a mop upgrade for free. Bart Ward glanced at the free 90 boost that came with it and promptly told it to get fucked. If I was going to play again after several years of absence, I should level, level myself so I can learn all that has changed with my class. I started leveling my DK, ignoring my pally. I joined a guild that is raiding normal high mall. And working on Heroic. I knew Mythic was a thing, but believed that even bothering to apply to a Mythic guild as a fresh 100 was insanity. I decided to take your wisdom, Preacher. And said, fuck it. My goal is to get into Mythic raids and play at the top. I know I'm good enough to do it, but I'll have to work hard to get there. The guild started strong. But I walked into a situation that everyone can relate to. The guild had lots of fun people. Guys and girls that would regularly chat and hang out and vent and team speak after the raid. But as you well know it, seven of the 20 raiders were carrying the rest of the group. At least in this guild, the officers knew it, but they couldn't do anything. We were on a crappy realm and everybody was friends. There was no other mythic progression anywhere. It just wasn't going to do. I needed to be top tier. I wanted people to look and think, this guy's pretty good. How the hell did you kill that boss? I wanted the challenge. I wanted the respect of my peers. I wanted to prove to myself once and for all that I was good enough to be at the top. That am I as good? That I am as good as a player. I always thought I was, but was never in a situation where I could prove it. So the guild decided to transfer to a very high pop server, and it went really badly. Most people didn't even transfer with us. Although, the baddies did come. Probably fearing they would never find another raid guild. One of our tanks went full-time heals. Another tank quit the game. And I was the only person left who was able to tank. I had heard this before. And I knew the lyrics too well as the officers said. It's just for now, dude. It's for the guild. We'll have another person tank as soon as one becomes available. Remembering the words of Preacher on the drama. Don't fall for it. And I tell you now. Don't fall for it. It's only for a couple of weeks though, yo. It's only for a couple. We'll find a tank. No big deal, bro. Just tank for us now. 
and we'll sort it out later. Meh? Meh? Trust me. Hey, I'm an officer in a guild. I'm kind of a big deal. All right? I'm kind of a big deal. I knew that if I stayed here, I would be stuck tanking. Playing the shepherd of all the guys who came and go. And never getting to DPS like I wanted. Shade. So I left and instantly joined a guild that was 6 out of 10. Mythic. They looked at my logs and invited me. Logs are important. I'm telling you logs are important these days. You guys always think it's about an item level. Not to a proper raid guild. I joined a 6 out of 10 mythic. They were looking at my logs, invited me, and a short week later, I was a raider. But Hellfire Citadel was coming up fast. And I knew this is still not where I wanted to be. Good people, good players, but they weren't clearing content. I wanted a guild that could clear everything when it was current. Hellfire Citadel came, and the guild fell apart because of lack of progress. The guild fell apart again. I facepalmed IRL. I shouted at my desk, fuck's sake. Why does it keep happening? Once we hit a wall, my current guild would spontaneously develop the incredible skill of losing players as good as you can tie your shoes or going to a spiraling credit card debt. It was uncanny, but I will not be denied. I applied to dozens of guilds that matched my schedule and were already in Mythic Hellfire Citadel. As a DK, it did get me a lot of attention. Golfing's grass, baby. Never forget. Never forget. We wouldn't know. We invited two DKs. Crispy Grips! I think not. I think not. Stark Industries, and I'll say it. If you're in the chat, I'll say it. Lacked Crispy Grips. They're probably quite good now. But Crispy Grips. We need Crispy Grips. We need them. If you're a DK, your grips must be crispy and fine, like the best crispy bacon one can find. Crispy Grips, and you can be in. I transferred the next day and prepared myself as best I could. The night finally came for progression work. We had a full raid night to bash our heads on Gorefiend. And we died. And then we died. And then we died some more. And then once the ground was carpeted with corpses, the night was over. And the raid boss stood tall. Wow. Boom. Boom. Crispy mods. Crispy yeah crispy modding and once the ground was carpeted with our corpses the night was over and the raid boss still stood we had been defeated the next night came and then the next time each of us all died horribly and finally with a count of 206 wipes i felt it that feeling you get when you pick up a suitcase expecting it to be full and think you've suddenly turned into the incredible hulk it's the feeling that drives us the high that all raiders push on for. Those precious moments. The fleeting seconds when you truly feel as if you're a god amongst men. Gorfiend fell. Tonight we are the ones who stood tall. It was magical. The screams and the cheers. After years of playing and yearning to be at the very top of progression, I had reached my goal. I had reached Endgame of WoW. Today we're working on finishing Mythic Hellfire Citadel, our ranked top at 100. It's all because I watch your many videos of how to get into a Mythic Guild and how to make your attitude proper. Thank you for reading my story picture. Thank you for the videos that inspired me to do this good stuff. And a brof is to you, and I'll see you in Legion. So good. So fucking good. So good. Trust in the drama moments. Trust in the knowledge. Trust in it. Trust in it. Right. Let's fuck somebody over. Let's ghost them. Yeah. I need a story.
I need a name. I don't think you'd expand at Mythic Archimonde. I think you would uh, expand. You would do something well before then. Give me a name. All right. Three, two, one. Vinoxia. Vinoxia is a titular. Oh, sorry, Vinoxia. It doesn't work out well for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not my fault, right? It's not my fault. Right, we've got to zoom. Hello, Bridge Your Bros. I've been following your channel for quite some time, as there is no other channel that brings back the fond memories of adventures that I have the pleasure of displeasure to be part of in my now wow life, coming to almost a decade. My favorite series is without, without doubt, Dragon Friday. This story needs a male dwarf hunter. Oh, I need two other names. Shit. Right, we need uh, oh one of the name. So Vinoxia will be that one. I need one more, which I'm sure the chat's still full of. Haven't checked yet. Can't wait. Gonna be exciting. Uh, a cousin, a cousin. My God. Uh, Axel. Axel will do just nicely. Thanks, dude. Okay. <clears throat> my story begins upon the release of the game. I was eleven. And I filled my spare time, running, ruining my innocence, getting scammed repeatedly on Diablo 2. I was content nonetheless, or so I thought. My best friend at the time, Vinoxia, came up to me one morning as we were walking to school, telling me excitedly that Diablo 2 was shit. <laughs> hey! 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 You know I'm your best friend, right? You still play Diablo 2? Yeah? Okay. It's shit. Alright? Get educated. Get educated. It's shit. <laughs> And that his dad had bought him a game that had just come out. A game with a vast universe. Populated with different races and classes. Each having dozens of unique spells and abilities. The world of Warcraft. I wasn't convinced, but finally caved in after two weeks and decided to go over to his place and check it out. I was sold. Having played and watched my brother play Warcraft the RTS for a couple of years before I picked up Diablo 2. Being able to take part in that universe was unbelievable. And too good to pass. I convinced my mother to buy me a copy for my birthday, promising that I would pay the subscription fee on my own with her money from my allowance. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I'll pay for it with your alliance, with your, your allowance money. Deal? No, I'm going to spend my money, which is your money. But having said that, I need a bigger allowance, by the way, because now I've got no money to spend. Okay, I haven't got any money because I spent my allowance on WoW. <laughs> it was time to create my very first character. Having seen Vinoxia play at his house, I wanted to be just as cool as him and play a dwarf hunter. He said no. <laughs> Can I, I'm going to play a dwarf hunter as well. No, that's not going to work. Okay then. Incidentally, I chose to go with a male gnome rogue. As I thought that their tiny stat stature made them epic in nature. I thought that they would increase my stealth level. Since Vinoxia had told me that rogues were the stealthy kind. I'm smaller. Better stealth. Alright. So, science, motherfuckers. Science, yeah. Look how small I am. My stealth is well better. I'm not certain why Vinoxia might have told me of it, but I knew of this great city called Ironforge and could not wait to see it with my own eyes. Every time I arrived at a new camp or town, notably Karanos, I asked Vinoxia if this was the Ironforge. 
Disappointed every time by his answer. I made it, eventually. Three hours to level 11 and I fell in the quarry of Trogs. I know that quarry. I totally know that quarry. Uh, <laughs> made it to the quarry of Trogs. Whatever its name was. I didn't have stealth and could not find my way out until those red Trogs diced me up. I deleted the character. I then chose that I would be a male dwarf warrior. As the fantasy of the class pleased me. This time around, I made it through Dunmoreau to Ironforge, and my god, it was impressive. It was also the first time that I witnessed a level 60 character. Another warrior wearing a few pieces of valor. It was dreamy. At around level 10, I hurried things up on the second go. I had made it to Loch Modan, collecting spider venom ball sacks. I eventually ran out of food and could not keep going. My warrior was too weak, you pussy! You gotta push through that shit, son! I logged off and deleted my warrior. Good! You don't deserve it! You don't deserve it! All you fucking warriors that don't fucking make it. Losers! Get out! It's not made for you. That's when it becomes butch at level 10. Man time! It's man time! You fucking girls, get out! On the third go, I decided to change the scenery and made a night elf druid. I named him Kalimdor, spelt stupidly. <laughs> because I thought the spelling would persist in game since you could do that in D2. I went from thinking I was really cool to being really sad because I had a goofy fucking name. <laughs> I made it to level 6 until the name bothered me so much that I deleted it as well. Meanwhile, the Overdoxy was almost level 20 on his Dwarf Hunter. Relentless, I thought. I made another Nelf Druid. Named Ours, which is Bear in French. Since in Warcraft 3, that's what Druids did. They turned to bears. Little did I know that that would be my main and my only character for the next 10 years. Shadowfang Keep. With his help, I managed to catch up to Vinoxia's level at around 25. We decided it would be time to gear up. And the place to gear up at level 25 was Shadowfang Keep. Since there are mythical swords that had a chance to drop there, and acquiring either of them would make us instantaneously rich, I got my very first pair of shoulders in that instance. And let me tell you, I nearly came when those shoulders dropped and entered my bags. I forgot to tell you we joined my friend's cousin's guild. Their tabard was a red volcano and a black background. And holy shit, did I want a guild tabard. <laughs> I needed that guild tabard. It was so cool. See? It works. Have tabard. You might think it's newbie. No. No. Vinoxia had one. And every time I stood near him, I couldn't help but drool at his tabard on his little dwarf body. <laughs> Is that a volcano? <laughs> I begged him eventually to ask his cousin for enough silver so I could purchase the tabard for myself as I didn't have enough money after getting an invite. Who can't afford a tabard? Oh my god. <laughs> I made it to the guild. Can't afford the tabard though. But it has tabard. Just can't afford one though. Just can't afford a tab. We've all been there where we can't afford the guild tabard. Rough times, am I right? <laughs> Rough times, am I right? 
Can't afford a tabard. I'm in a guild. Anyway, back to the story. My god, did we run that instance in hopes to get Shadowfang or Assassin's Blade. I came to stay at his house for a week and a day. Uh, no, it was for a week, a day and night. All we would do over and over is Shadowfang keep. What a week. <laughs> what a week. Oh, guys. Guys. Y'all want to come over and we'll do some Skyreach for seven days? Guys, Skyreach though? Skyreach though, seven seven days worth? Yeah? No, 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 wait, wait, wait! Even better! We'll do time walking, motherfuckers! It's a fucking event, innit? We'll get our mounts, we'll get our mounts, it's gonna be sick! We'll just do it over and over and over and over again, man, it's gonna be fucking legit! You coming? I don't trust any of you guys, you'll all be there. <laughs> All we would do is Shadowfang. We would enter Shadowfang from the moment we woke up to the moment we went to bed. Shadowfang or Assassin's Blade never dropped. <laughs> Our first epic though. At level 40-ish, we entered Zulfarak because we had heard there were fragments of a weapon. Oh, what were they called? Zulthrays and something else? Something like that? I had one of them and I almost considered farming them both. We have fragments of a weapon you can assemble to create an epic two-handed sword. I couldn't tell you what the stats are, but it was an epic two-handed sword. So I'm pretty sure it was awesome. Although looking back, it was probably shit for hunters. He really wanted it. Considering he was playing melee hunter to avoid running out of mana. Fucking smarts, motherfuckers. All you dickheads in vanilla running out of mana on your hunters. Idiots. Fucking noobs. Fucking noobs, mate. Noobs. We eventually managed to get it him, get it to him. I think he finished it in Sunken Temple, if that's possible. No, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you could do that. Only Zulfrak. My god, it was inspiring, though. A large, dark sword with green balls of energy swirling around it. We eventually capped. After about four months, Renoxia was much more reasonable than I was with his gold. And he had managed to amass a good amount. Whereas I had nothing but scraps from buying everything I could to do miniature upgrades. He had almost enough to purchase his first ground mount. When he got close to it though, I logged on his account and stole his gold. He didn't know I had known his password, but I had sneakily seen it when we were playing together. The only reason I did this is because I would look over his shoulder when he was playing at his house, see he was getting close to the mount, and all I could think of is that I wouldn't have a mount. He was devastated, but kept on going. I waited a couple of weeks, and then I bought myself the mount. Oh, the long game! The fucking long game! Don't spend it straight away! You know when you rob the casino, mate? Don't spend nothing, though! You know what I mean, mate? Otherwise, people will be suspicious, like, don't want to be suspect. What are you doing, mate? Farming gold for the mount, mate? I'm in, um... I'm gonna get the name wrong. I'm in Tears Handmate. Tears Handmate farming fucking gold, mate. Isn't it me? Farming Tears Handmate for gold. Isn't it me? I waited a couple of weeks and bought myself my mount before he even had half the gold he needed to do so himself. I even ran around in front of him showing off that my hard-fought gains. We are lucky enough to have someone we knew. Vinoxia's cousin. Help guide us in the clusterfuck that was hitting level cap the first time. 
Vinoxia's parents didn't let him play the game past a certain hour. So his character progress was slow. Me, on the other hand, I was able to play until fairly late as my parents didn't give a shit. Swag. So, uh, brackets, 11pm. Oh, 11pm. Up all night last night, boys. I was up all night, 11pm, yo. It's almost tomorrow. So I was able to get some fairly decent gear, like some crafted greens. Oh, shit. And the blue mace. <gasps> I think it was called the Mace of Revitalization. A one-handed mace that was from Diamal. Seeing my progress, though, Vinoxia's cousin, Axor, helped me with the Enixia quest chain and got me invited into one of their off nights. They were starting progression on Razorgore at that point. Holy shenanigans. I think Enixia still is the most excited I've ever been in raiding WoW. Stepping into the dragon's lair. There she was, sleeping in the middle of this huge room. With my 39 other bastards. Just thinking about it today gives me the goosebumps. The entire fight. Someone was yelling my name in vent. Crying for innovate. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. So I just ignored it. Innovate? What? The fuck? <laughs> Used it on myself, mate. Amazed by the encounter. I don't think I, I purchased Innovate. What? <laughs> Shit spell. Don't even run out of mana as a bear. Innovate? The fuck, mate? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't need that. Just drink when you're out of mana, though. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Not buying that, though. <laughs> well expensive. Not buying that. I got some five gold for Innovate. Gotta buy my mount though. <laughs> Essentially, I can remember now that I did nothing, survived phase one, and then got breathed on in phase two. And left happy as fuck once everyone else killed it, knowing that I had just killed Anixia. <laughs> Is it dead? Yeah. Anixia Raider though. Anixia Raider though. Look at the achieve though. I can get him pugs and you can't. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Got the achieve, boys. Easy mode. Easy fight. I thought they were so badass. Thinking back on it when Anixia fell that day, it's when I got the bite for raiding. They eventually brought me into their molten cup. Can you imagine what that guild thought with a druid and no innovate who dies to deep breath? They eventually brought me into their MC farm every week to gear me up. As I was starting to understand the ropes of the druid, which was essentially buffing people, casting healing touch rank 4, waiting for a priest to ask for innovate, and rezzing every 30 minutes. <laughs> the vanilla druid. <laughs> That's basically my legacy. If you're waiting for my legacy of the druid, that's it. <laughs> That's it in a nutshell. It's waiting for a priest to ask for your innovate. <laughs> You've no idea how pissed I was when I asked for innovate and didn't get it. <laughs> Seriously. Using it on yourself? A fucking resto druid? Get out. Get out. You have to use a shit healing spell so you don't run out of mana. So I can use your innovate. Do you not understand how raiding works? Idiots. I thought I was cool. I eventually waited on to do some progression with them in Nax. We only got to Thaddeus before BC patch came with its nerfs and I didn't survive Hygen once. Ah, oh, Poor druid though. I must have been a real burden for this guild. I mean I would sometimes sing in vent and when we had to stay up later for progression they had to ask my mom's permission for me to keep raiding. My mom actually asked me to ask them for permission. <laughs> Alright. But can you ask your friends if it's okay if you still play with them? <laughs> You're a wee little boy. Can you ask your friends if they're okay with you playing? Can you ask your friends? 
Alright, I don't want you being a burden on them with your young voice and your no balls and your small dick. Ask them. Ask them. <laughs> Ask your friends for me, will you? But then the second knife in the back. Phenoxia was very envious of me. I would tell him all the night stories and adventures when we'd meet up for school the next morning. What he didn't know was that I was envious of him. You see, because he couldn't raid, what Vanoxia did was play the trading game. He would sell elixirs, and that motherfucker banked. He had around 13,000 gold when the Burning Crusade came out. I was not only broke, but I owed seeds to the other druids. How the fuck do you owe seeds? How the fuck can you not afford seeds? You can maximum use one every 30 minutes. They cost like two silver, dude. I also owed elixirs to Axel. <laughs> I know you. I'm sure I kicked you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I kicked you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I kicked you from my guild. No seeds. No elixirs. Just turns up with his healing touch rank fucking four. Doing his wavy hands and occasional tranquility nonsense. Fucking dipshit. <clears throat> You know what I did next. I'm not proud of it. But he was about to get his flying mount. I still didn't have an epic mount. I regretted doing dearly. I am so sorry, Vanoxia. During lunch break at school, we would walk back together to our houses to eat. So one day during lunch, I took every last one of his gold and sent it to my character. After lunch, we met up to walk back to school. And I asked him, Why weren't you answering my whispers on lunchtime? Such a dick. <laughs> Such a dick. Hey! You were online at lunchtime. I saw your character. Why didn't you answer any one of my whispers? I th it wasn't you? Oh my god. God, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. He was confused. He told me he hadn't logged on and started to panic. I replied, yeah, I was asking you if you wanted to meet up a bit later, but you wouldn't answer me. He was devastated the entire rest of the day at school, wondering what was going on with his account. When he rushed home to see all of his gold gone, Vinoxia quit the game. Boy, did what I do backfire. We even drifted apart since that point. For reasons completely unrelated to WoW, we still talk to each other rarely. He still has no idea it was me. Remembering the details of my early WoW life was a blast, and I have many more adventures under my belt. It's so sad, though. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. Oh my god. Right, let's whiz through some quick ones. We've got 15 minutes. Uh, okay. <clears throat> da -da 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 -da. I need a shitty friend and an older brother. Yeah, what a dick. Ghosted. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> you should call him and tell him. Uh, Alright, we'll have uh, Russian. It's Russian while PvP. We'll go with Russian, yeah? And we'll have... Ooh... Nosber. 
Nosbo? Nosbo. Nosbo. Okay, we're going fast. I should be able to fit another story into this. A massive hairy tattooed brofist to you. I haven't got a pen. But badoosh. And a second more feminine brofist to Ghosty. Team Murica checking in with a newbie story. One fraught with sadness, pussy, and some good old-fashioned trolling. Need two names for this one, which will be Rashburn, Ration, and Nosbo. Where do we start? Vanilla. I just purchased the game a few weeks after launch, but this being my first real MMO experience, I had no clue what I was doing. All I knew was I had just finished Warcraft 3 and wanted to be a Nelf. So I hit the character select screen, call up my friend, Rashbot, Ration. Call up my friend, Ration. I asked him what, the, what kind of character to play. He told me to make a horde hunter. I said, go fuck yourself. I want to be a Nelf. But I would try Hunters as I guessed they were easy mode, as he called it, and great for noobs like myself. I picked the same realm as him and started my journey. Pretty sure you're on the wrong faction, though. So after some time cho choosing the way my Nelf would look, I hit the button and entered the world. I followed his instructions and hit level 10 so I could get a pet. Now, in the time it took me to level to 10, I had visited him a few times and saw that his troll hunter had a Bengal tiger pet. It looked so fucking cool i wanted one so bad he told me it would be super hard for me to do and to not worry about it i swore i would follow his instructions to the letter to get my bright orange cat as soon as i was ready but then the trolling began rashon told me nels could only have owls unless i followed his instructions clearly his instructions were to get the bengal tiger one must achieve what he called the swim to Juratar. <laughs> he instructed me the only way to accomplish my epic task would be to A. Leave Darnassus and head to Darkshore. B. Take off my armor as I wouldn't be able to fight things. So no reason to break my gear. So he's being helpful, right? Dude, don't forget to take up your armor. Because you're not going to be able to fight anything, right? So don't want to break your armor. Don't want an increased repair bill though, mate. Right? For the swim. Not gonna help you swimming it, probably weigh you down though, bro. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and see, swim north and around the continent until I reached Juratar, where he would be waiting to show me where the tiger lay. <laughs> I started my journey. It took forever. I died multiple times to random things and had to run back to my body. And that swimming just took so long. But finally I reached the red shores of Juratar. I found Ration and we headed to the Echo Isles to get me a tiger. It wasn't fun, but with his help, and man, I was so excited. I got the tiger. I thanked him a million times, hit my hearthstone, and headed back to the Elven Lands to show off my rare pet. You see, he got his reward, and that's the point. He got his reward. Then Ration told me I could name him, but, but, I would have to do a trick, as Nelfs aren't supposed to have tigers. Yeah, you can name your pet, bro. But it's not easy, though, because you're not supposed to have a tiger, right? Essentially, mate, you're glitching the game right now. Want you to know that, right? You're listening. Use your brain. You're glitching the game. So listen to what I'm going to tell you. I asked, how do I do this? He said, right-click on your pick. Then go down to abandoned pet. And then re-click it, re-summon it, and then you can rename your pet. We got this, right? I had him clarify everything again as I wrote it down. 
because it was giving me a prompt and he told me this was all part of the trick. I did it. My cat started attacking me. He told me to let it kill me. So I did, thinking that he knew what he was talking about. He hadn't led me to astray, as far as I knew. I ran back to my body as he told me. Rez? And he started laughing. I asked him what's so funny and he got serious, telling me I'd messed up and forgot to flag. He hadn't, I hadn't followed his instructions when I was in Juratar. So I'd have to start all over again. <laughs> so I did. I got back to Juratar. He showed me how to flag, and then him and his older brother killed me for the better part of 30 minutes for fun. I was furious and logged off for the night. The next day I looked everywhere online to find the magical hack that would allow me to tame and name the Bengal tiger, but my Google returned nothing. Eventually I found a list of all available pets for the hunters and found that my friend was a huge jerk. I came to find out his older brother, Nosbor, had done the same thing to him when he wanted a white bear, so I decided to pay it forward. Sigh. Anyway, I still have my hunter and I still have that tiger and I love the game. Thanks for the read and keep up the videos. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay, let's do one last one. Nosbo, you got a shit deal there. I'll put you in again. Okay. <clears throat> so we need a Torrent Shaman, which will be Nosbo. We need a Troll Shaman. We need an Orc Hunter. And we need a DK. I've got eight minutes to do this. My God! Okay. Uh, chili Boom. Chili Boom. Uh, Zulp. And the DK shall be... <laughs> Russian's trying again. Well played. <laughs> boom. Zero HP. Let's go with boom. 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 DK. Good name. Right. Happy Friday. Preacher in stream chat. And Ghosty if he's there. Nope. You'll be here tomorrow. Whilst attempting to recall details and put together an entirely different and far less PG drama time tale. Nice. Look forward to it. I remembered this much shorter and cleaner incident. Coupled with the fact that the other tale would probably be for one of Ghosty's stash only. Which is tomorrow. I've been in a break from WoW. I played consistently from vanilla. Originally as an undead prop warrior. Nice. Our guild had only got as far as Resuvius when the Burning Crusade launched. Mostly because we had a lot of dead weight. But some of the friendliest and most entertaining dead weight I've ever seen. <laughs> what a hell of a description for your friends. You are dead weight. You are dead weight. But, uh, yeah. You're friendly though. Friendly dead weight. With the launch of the Burning Crusade, I became a holy Blelf Pally, sticking around long enough to kill Illidan, who never got a glaive. And never seeing anything past the twins in Sunwell before my sub ran out and I decided to call it a day. Eventually, though, I did feel the itch, and was encouraged to return by a few people from the guild shortly before ICC launched. So back I went. I welcomed the new dual spec feature and became Rhett main spec and prot off spec. Rhett finally being decent made leveling a breeze and prop meant that dungeon queues while leveling were never longer than a second. Though I was never that guy who queued as a tank and stayed DPS. But soon, that guy would enter my life. I had a routine. Myself and three of the guildies would be in a party. And I'd queue, up, queue us up to heroic, sometimes as prop, but often I would stay ret so I could roll need on some of the useful ICC five-man junk without feeling bad. 
This also meant that we had plenty of time while in the queue waiting for a tank to do things like dailies and professions. Being a notorious mount farmer, I would often spend much of my time trying to farm the Oracle's green proto-drake, the polar bear, or trying to locate the one, the only, elusive, time-lost proto-drake. I had the add-on and everything. I think everybody who tried to get that thing had the add-on. Fucking retarded thing. <laughs> the amount of people who would farm that shit. My God. <clears throat> I had a routine. I had a routine. One day while surveying the Storm Peaks, our dungeon popped up. The Pit of Sauron. I liked Pit of Sauron. <laughs> okay. Sure. Alright, buddy. <laughs> and I had several items of interest to a severely undergeared rec, ca rec casual like myself. And then... The inevitable happened. After zoning in, we were joined by our tank, a DK by the name of Boom, who wasted no time in announcing that I will not tank. I'm not tanking. I have DPS. Boom informs that I should tank. Oh, you should kick him. Kick me. Oh, let me tank. You're tanking. Not tanking. Nope. He knew full well that if we kicked him, he would immediately requeue and pull the same shit on another group. Fucking hate these guys. Dickheads. <sighs> Chili Boom, Zulp, and Nosbor, my team, were men of principle. We could not condone this behavior. We explained that we would not kick him, and that if he wanted to leave, he should do so himself. And Boom responded, But if I leave, I'll get deserted and won't be able to requeue. So I can't leave the dungeon though. You tank. I said, yeah, that's, well, that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> I said, yeah. Then this fucking Boom turned on the arrogance and expletives up a notch, raging at us for not allowing him to DPS and for me, not respecting to tank. He then finished it up with the obvious announcement that he would just go AFK until I tanked or he was kicked. But we had all the time in the world. So over then, we devised a plan. Alright buddy, we'll just leave you to chill here then. Zulp explained. As we ported out to continue our separate activities that we were already doing before the queue popped. Boom was mad. And after a while, Boom went offline. But that was not the end, of course. Of course it wasn't. He was still in the party. And on principle, we were not going to kick him. We didn't really give a fuck about the five man. So we went about our business. I continued with my Storm Peak dailies. And mind my nodes. When suddenly, the time lost Proto Drake mod clicked into life. After the briefest of battles, I tossed my Pokeball and bam. I had captured the time lost Proto Drake. I flew out to Chili Boom, Nosbor, and Zulp in order to swoop by them and generally be annoying. I linked it in guild chat and was met by a warm flood of grats and grats and nice and go fuck yourself and you're a cunt. I was feeling the smugs so much that I'd totally forgotten about Boom and our little pit of Saron run. And the arrogant, cute, jumping cocky bollocks who had been offline for about two hours came back online. <laughs> Nosbor was the first. Hey, buddy, you ready to tank? 
And Zorba answered him with, have you got dodgy internet today? You ready now? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I just linked my throttle drake and said, whoop, whoop. Boom said nothing. He just left the party. I assume in total disbelief that after two hours, we still hadn't kicked him and allowed him to get his free Riku. He would not be avoiding that dreaded deserter buff. I enjoyed the irony that as a result of trying to save time by Q-jumping, he had in fact lost two hours plus another 30 minutes for being a giant cock muncher. I switched to prop and we completed the dungeon. The end. Ultimately, myself, Nosbo would start a raid group B for alts, casuals and trial members, but we'll call it, but we called it raid group P. P for party. We weren't even far behind group A, downing heroic Arthurs less than three weeks after them. It was as close as the guild ever got to feeling like it did while raiding vanilla. And I still miss some of those fucking clowns. I hope you found this an enjoyable read, and if you didn't, it's been a nostalgic experience to recount recount it was great i love doing those guys i put i have done that <laughs> i don't give a fuck i do this for a job you know what i mean so you know when you try and fuck with my group you know i could just turn on netflix and start writing some some cool video i could do that i'll just sit there all day i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck thank you so much for sticking around for drama time it's 5 p.m it's time to end but the show doesn't end there because transmog competition tomorrow transmog competition tomorrow it's gonna be a hell of a thing. It's gonna be a hell of a thing. I'd like to thank Junoto for making it to moderate a status. Welcome to the team. And I hope to see some of you tomorrow for the Transmog competition. And of course, the ghosty type drama stories, which are gonna be a hell of a thing. Thank you, everybody, for being awesome sauce. I will see you all tomorrow. Bye bye. I'm gonna go play with my boys. See you later, guys. It's 8 p.m. UK time. All right. Bye-bye.